Claymo Collective presents, from the masters of the internet collection, comes the Draw and Z podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us on episode number 59 of the Draw and Z podcast. My name is Dan Morris. I'm Drew McCabe. If this is your first time joining us, we are a geek culture news podcast. We're the fusion of Starlog, Wizard Magazine, and Entertainment Tonight. How we normally break this down is we discuss our weeks in geek news of the week and a main topic. Now this week, we're going to be talking about tunes, cartoons, tunes of rage. We also, we have a special guest with us today. Do you want to... Yoshi the Pup is here, <laughs> and this episode, we're going to get crazy. It's live in the studio. Live in the studio. It's get going him, down. Get him puppy kisses. So many kisses. It's all going to be happening. So, let's just kick right into it. Drew, how was your Week in Geek? Uh, week in Geek was fun. I uh, got back through some of my streaming backlog, and I um, got into High Dive, and I finished watching Garo. I know Ooh. I mentioned Garo uh, on this show before, but for those of you who might have missed that episode, uh, it's a Japanese tokusatsu series that I would describe as like Power Rangers meets Spawn. It's a very solid series, only 25 episodes, um, really great arc, really epic ending. I enjoyed it very much. It was very, very good. And um, now they stream through the whole thing. I'm kind of like, hmm, maybe I'll maybe I'll go pick up those Blu-rays because they released on Blu-ray here uh, nice. recently too. So I, I think I might collect it now. Who put that out? Uh, Sentai Filmworks oh, releases nice. uh, the Blu-ray through... Shout? I believe, no. They, they have like their own label uh, oh, for okay. Japanese live action stuff. Uh, called, I believe it's Kraken releasing. Um, But yeah, Sentai Filmworks also owns the High Dive streaming site. So most of their stuff ends up on that site. So um, did that, dug into a little Fortnite, uh, the Nintendo Switch. Everyone's been... You were one of the two million? I was one of the two million Fortnite day one players. There's more than two million now. We just don't know uh, the, the exact number on the Switch, but... Having a lot of fun with that, and uh, I also grabbed the Arcade Archives edition of Donkey Kong Ooh. on the Switch, which was really, really cool. That's um, awesome. How did it transfer over for the eight bit and all that? I thought I I think it's I think it's beautiful. I think it's a really good conversion. I have played that original uh, machine before. So for our fans out there, our listeners who don't know. Uh, the original Donkey Kong arcade machine wasn't actually programmed by Nintendo. Nintendo was farming out a lot of the programming at that period in time. Um, so what happened is when Nintendo started making all these money off the, the arcade machines and such like that, um, these programmers were like, whoa, you're making all this money. We want our cut and it led to a big debate uh, in between payments and royalties so much so that Nintendo, when they released the NES version of Donkey Kong and beyond, they actually rewrote the program and did the program themselves. Um, They didn't use the original programming um, from the arcade game, although essentially, since Nintendo owns the IP of Donkey Kong, they could produce like the same game, um, mostly, except little intricacies, boards had to be dropped, different things with like slight tweaks in the looks, the timing... Long short, here we are, all these years later, over 30 years later, and uh, Nintendo finally worked out whatever financial differences with those original programmers, and it's the first time ever 
uh, that the arcade version of Donkey Kong is available, something that's, that's not awesome. that NES version. It's so it's cool, and it um, it includes the original Japanese version, which has all these bugs, like the barrel drops are really wacky, and then. I guess they did an improved version in Japan because people must have not been crazy about like the bugs there. So then you you have the second Japanese version and then you have the um, international version, as it's called. And that's the one we got and every other country gots the international version. And the difference between those are like the stages are in a slightly different order and like the progress. It's really interesting to, to kind of play all three and get the full gamut. So super nerdy. Super, super worth the $8 that they charge you to get it. I would definitely pay it. Um, if you need to get like one or two retro games on the Nintendo Switch, I would put this down as like one of your two must-haves. Absolutely. Nice. So. That's awesome. And that's my week. What about yours? Uh, I pretty much picked up uh, Fortnite for the Switch, started playing with you and our friend Nick, who's been on uh, some previous episodes. And... Um, it was, it was fun. It was a little interesting. We did the 50 on 50, so it was kind of cool, though, to be able to talk to you and Nick, who had both played Fortnite separately. Yes. So kind of getting, like, a heads up of, like, what to expect, um, where to, what to, to do, you know, where to find certain things like weapons and whatnot, and understanding the drop locations. That was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I highly recommend it. It was interesting that um, this was a game that doesn't tell you the controls, yeah. you know, like like you were saying before. So that was a little bit of a learning curve because you're used to certain things. But once you figured out triggers... It was like being back in the 90s almost. Because yeah, you're like, crazy. I don't know what does what. Like, Yeah, where? and you're just hitting buttons just yeah. to see, right? So that was kind of fun. Uh, I've also been watching... A, uh, I finished The Flash Season 4. Cool. Very it was, cool. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I uh, loved what they did with it. I loved, like, the Davros kind of character yeah. from, like, Doctor Who. I, I know that that's not the same thing, <laughs> but just being in the chair and all that stuff. And, and the being, body jumping. The, yeah, I thought that was, was cool. really cool. Uh, it was a great arc. Um, it did kind of slow down towards the end of the season. Yeah. And I can say that because I'm watching, like, I'm watching did multiple episodes. Yeah. Yes. So um, you kind of feel a little, uh, what's going on? And then that major crossover event that took over all four of their shows on the CW, that was a little jarring to have like, wait, so the wedding that we've been waiting for this entire season is on Arrow? Yeah, it got like, like shoehorned in awkwardly. And, yeah, yeah, and you're like, wait a second. They're like, like, Felicity's such a bitch that she did that at the end. She makes them get right. It's it was totally like... super weird because of um, that whole situation. So uh, I was watching, we were watching that and uh, uh, asking so many questions that we ended up having to stop, yeah. go watch the other ones, and then realizing that Flash was actually part two of this. Okay. And that was a little <laughs> frustrating. Um, because I will say that the tokusatsu stuff where you have like Kamen Rider and the Super Sentai mashups, they all kind of pick up where the other, like, Pretty it's, it's a contained. Yeah. It's not, if you've been watching Super Sentai, it's great. If you've been watching Kamen Rider, it's great. It's never, if you're watching one or the other, you're just completely oblivious. And yeah. that was, that was my only, uh, like, I was, I was... Per, was, you you had to know where little, Earth X was shoehorned yeah, in. Yeah, because it was a little, you know, perturbed by it. Yeah. Just uh, trying to make me jump around to, to catch everything. But then um, that the end, it was great. It was a great um, season. I love where they're going for the mm-hmm. fifth. Um, but I loved that they went back to the dynamics of the group. 
rather than, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the big bad being the total focus and taking over the entire season. Yeah. Not having these one-off episodes. I thought well, that was It was really nice, cool. too. It wasn't a speedster. Yes. So that was, was another was change of pace, right? You know, and um, the, the daughter part. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that's going to be really cool. Um, and yeah, you know, just playing some other video games and uh, checking out... I finally... I'm a little late to it, but I checked out Narcos on Netflix, and it's it's pretty cool. My father recommended it, so I was like, "Well, let's see what's happening, right?" Cool. So, and uh, yeah, Yoshi, so, Yoshi, what about your weekend? Yeah, Yoshi, what, what was been, your weekend? What have you been doing, man? Oh, you know, just snacking. Wet, give licking your hands. Like, you know, licking stuff I shouldn't have been licking. Hey. Oh, there he is. Yeah, yeah, tell him all about it, bud. Yeah, great. Back so. In there. Let's jump into news of the... Oh, Yoshi whoa, wasn't whoa, happy about I'm sorry. You cut a segment way too short. I didn't mean to cut you off, Cut a segment my way bad. too short. My bad. Yeah, sorry. Dom got replaced by my dog this week, mostly because I just... Because Dom's dead. Dom's dead again. <laughs> the, the we are running out of the resurrection the stone. We now got to collect the planet-sized dragon balls. Yes, it's and, getting crazy. And so we're almost out of usable Dragon Ball sets to resurrect him on. It's getting super embarrassing. Dom yeah. has to stop dying consistently. It, it so just has just, to happen. Yeah. But so, so news of the week. I've got some big news. Well, sure. we have some big news next week. The 60th episode will be the final episode of the draw NZ podcast. That's right. We are finishing this. You are getting to the final boss next week. It's all going down, so just pay attention. Uh, we're going to try and keep everything going. Uh, pay attention to Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff. We'll keep you guys informed. It's uh, it's the final boss, so next week. That's we the, will answer all the questions you want on our series finale. Anybody. So send it in. Why does Dom keep dying? Get it in this week. It has to happen. <laughs> it has oh to happen. God. has to happen. We'll even talk about Dog Tanyan, probably. Yes. So, just for old time's sake. Now, jumping into our main topic. This week, it is Tunes of Rage. Drew and I had a discussion over text message, and it kind of got a little heated between Tailspin and DuckTales. That's right. We're about to have a Disney afternoon throwdown. It's going down. Anthropomorphic cartoons... It's all happening, you know? Uh, so Drew- Not since Dog Canyon have we reached <laughs> such a spicy topic. No, it's it's been quite some time, and I'm glad that, you know, we're doing it now. Drew, do you want to, um, do you want me to take the, the first? I'll go first. How about that? Um, so, for those of you who have been living under a rock or were born after the year 2000, DuckTales debuted in September of 1987 with over 100 episodes spanning four seasons. DuckTales was revolutionary for its time. The final episode aired uh, November 28th, 1990, with the main storyline of almost every villain trying to steal Scrooge McDuck's number one dime. For those of you who don't know, the stories usually entailed his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, always engaging in debauchery and Scrooge usually coming to save the day. High adventures everywhere. This franchise spawned video games, comic books, and a theatrical release, Treasures of the Lost Lamp, one of my favorites as a child. Yes. Uh, 
This also paved the way for such animation classics as Chippendale's Rescue Rangers and Tailspin. The superior product. The crossover character <laughs> of Launchpad McQuack showed up in Darkwing Duck. I mean, this series spawned it all for Disney's afternoon animation block. If it wasn't for DuckTales... We would have got Bonkers Bobcat. Whoa, 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 whoa. But this franchise is so <laughs> popular that in 2015, Disney XD decided to bring it back, debuting in 2007, and it has come to critical acclaim everywhere. I mean, we have Doctor Who as the new Scrooge McDuck with David Tennant. Come on. Come yeah. on, Drew. Let's hear it. Let's hear this rebuttal. Wait a minute, that was your... Okay, so far... I was given the heads up. But Dan thinks DuckTales is better than Tailspin. I do. That's Dan's whole because thing. Because it's like saying that the fir- that the second... Uh, what is it? Godfather is better than the first. Because you wouldn't have the second one if it wasn't for the first. Doesn't mean it's better. Yeah, It has to be. Really? It spawned so, everything. So Star Wars A New Hope is better than The Empire Strikes Back? I, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's a great that would be your argument. That would be your that argument. That is my argument. I mean, like, yes, Empire is a superior story. Absolutely. Oh, Yoshi, stop. But you're on my side, brother. Brother. But, you know, it's... You wouldn't have it if it wasn't for the other one. I disagree. I disagree. You wouldn't have it if it wasn't for the other one. This is correct because it set up, you know, a franchise. And DuckTales, as we know, and, and I, I bring up DuckTales, so listeners are probably surprised about the amount of times over the, the course of our show that I have mentioned, like, oh, I'm watching the DuckTales reboot, really yeah. loving it. Oh, I'm reading the DuckTales guy. I read Uncle Scrooge every yeah. month. IDW publishes it. I do love him. This threw me off completely. I think Tailspin is the superior product. But Tailspin why? is the... They took everything that wasn't working with DuckTales and they made it work better with Tailspin. Um, in fact, when DuckTales stopped and wrapped up, the thing that they launched next with was Tailspin in that block. So it was the natural successor uh, taking over for, for you know, DuckTales in that block, right? We moved on from DuckTales and Gummy Bears to DuckTales and Chippendale <laughs> to Chippendale and Tailspin to Tailspin and Darkwing Duck, right? It's yeah, just there was a natural the- to Darkwing Duck and Bonkers, which we don't want to talk That's about. Not, There's no, a natural bonkers. progression. Mm-mm. No, we're not going to talk about the Bobcat with Attitude. But there was... <laughs> There was, <laughs> there was a natural I think that's something we can agree aggression. on. Bonkers sucked. I wouldn't mind a Bonkers reboot. Oh, I'd watch true. it. Stop. I'd watch it. I think Bonkers is like in that vault of Disney characters that I just don't think was given enough enough of a chance. That's fair. I think it was in that weird time. Bonkers was regardless. like a weird buddy cop thing, but that's not even the... That's not what we're here to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so we're here to talk about. So I think Tailspin is superior. Like like DuckTales, it took existing characters and tried to reinvent them in a new matter, right? Yes. It improved, in my opinion, on the family dynamic. The relationship in between Blue and Kit and the boss, Susanna, and her daughter, and how the four of them just had to work it out. And it was almost like the odd couple parents of two separate worlds having to force this all together, right, to the wily Bobcat working on the airplane. Like, they they made all the pieces work better for, like, this screwball family. And the action was much, much more entertaining 
and Tailspin. I, I, I know, I know DuckTales was all, especially in the earlier episodes, was a lot more about like, oh, the mystery and the story and all of that. But you know what? That's not always very exciting television. No, I mean, so. okay, okay. I understand that. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. The movie. The movie, The Lamp. You know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm blanking on the title right now. But the, uh, god damn it. The uh, Treasure of the Lost Lamp. I rewatched that movie so many times that it's just... That's where you got all the action. I mean, this is also at the end of what it's... Uh, so you wanted to sit through a hundred episodes to get to the final movie to get all the action? I mean, no, I didn't. You but got as a it kid, right away with Tailspin. You had a five-part opening week serialized story. Packed full of air pirates, life and death adventures, mysteries. I guess I'm, I guess I'm not going to be convinced because I, I, I'm so... You know, it's just one of those... Yoshi that, agrees with me. He's upset this that is, you're no, not... you will not turn my upset. dog against me. Look, no, he this, came over here. He came over to my bullshit. side room. Obviously, this is bullshit. for life, buddy. This is Blue not... for life. This is not what's going to happen. No, not We're going to go get a drink at King Louie's after this. We're you son of a bitch. You will not take him to King Louie's. No, he's going to come <laughs> swimming with me in my pool of money in the vault. Okay? That's what's going to happen. Did Tailspin have a good game? I don't believe so. Uh, it did. It actually had an excellent Game Gear game. You got to control the plane. You got to fly around and stuff like that. Hey. I it, think it was great. I think the DuckTales... I mean, if we're comparing Capcom games, yeah, I think the DuckTales game is better. Absolutely. I, would, I can't argue with I you I mean, about the space that. level in and of itself. You know why? Because the action is better. Whoa. It's more Drew. engaging. Drew. The DuckTales TV show is not as engaging as Tailspin. Okay, and I think that that's where they're trying to fix some of that now, is in the new episodes, with the new season. The like re- trying to, the I reboot. agree. The yes. reboot's doing a much better job of being an entertaining show, trying to balance out action and story and comedy than Absolutely. I think the, the original was. And I appreciate the original, and I don't hate the original. I mean, but for 1987, come on, what did you expect? They're still trying to get kids... Away from G.I. Joe and He-Man, you know, that's in syndication at this time. You know, it's all this kind of, they're trying to combat that, and they're uh, and it's still Disney, you know? They're, they're not known, they only have a couple of action sequences in their movies, you yeah, know? And they they're always at the end. They didn't really do syndicated TV until the, the Gummy Bears and, yes. and Duck Spit. And yeah. even then, the, um, the Gummy Bears... They're mostly, it's mostly talking at each other. They very rarely did they have very much action, and that was always at the end of the episode. Correct. So I think that DuckTales was a nice juxtaposed to that formula that was taking place at the time, you know? I mean... Well, it's a, it's a natural progression and growth, but, I mean, I still don't... I'm not, I'm not disagreeing that it's an important stepping stone. I absolutely think it is. I just think Tailspin is the much more entertaining entertaining product and i just feel it's i think the animation quality because the teams were able to develop a little bit more that they were using overseas uh in japan i think they just had a better lock on those character designs animating them week by week um and and the japanese love the action sequence yes and it's it's also that's also because they only did they decided they didn't want to do, you know, the long stretch out hundred plus stuff anymore. You know, it is a little bit more magical. I think uh, there's about sixty five episodes or so, if I recall, of Tailspin. It's, and, and I think they that, produced. And I think that that's 
to join in on this with you. I think that that's where Tailspin was more successful, was because of the limited run. Whereas DuckTales, they're trying to see where it's going to go. They're still kind of playing around with the idea. So I, I guess it's just for me, I love Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I yeah. loved that dynamic that the uncle would come in, save the day. And I always thought it was interesting that in the video game, you never got to play as them. Yeah. You know, so um, because the majority of the stories did center around those three. And I think that that's where the um, the new, the reboot show is kind of correcting that. Yeah. It's trying to make everything even, even including Donald to an extent. Because in the original, we rarely saw Donald. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, well, we, uh, he no, would, that's true. He, he, would, he would pop, pop up, in, but not like now. Now not he's like now. Not like he's one hundred percent consistent. It's more like how the the old comics used to be. Now. Yes. So they're they're doing a much jo- better job tapping into you know the Carol Barks era adventure, Don Rosa era adventure. You know, and it's, uh, it's duck like, comics, duck family, and comics. and I think that that's why it's kind of connecting more. But at the end of the day, I'm just a fan of animation. So yeah. I mean, I understand. <laughs> Uh, he so, disagrees with I'm you. Sorry, Yoshi I, disagrees geez. with you. I'm sorry, Yosh, but I think that the I do agree. I loved that block of television though as a kid growing yeah. up. Having the access to that stuff. This this is the stuff that to this day the animation still holds up because of that hand drawn feel. It does. And even, you know, even where you know, and like I said, it grew into bonkers as we just made fun of. And <laughs> you know, eventually, you know, they got rid of the block name but they kept making these series syndicated right they just Mm -hmm. got rid of the disney afternoon block name and they you know they spun off gargoyles gargoyles ran for a very long time and it's which you know in my opinion that's when they went to full action i think i think tailspin was the right balance of story and action where i don't think ducktales is enough action it's too much story but i think gargoyles and i like gargoyles as well very much i think it's i think it's pure action and not enough story and I think Tailspin was that, well, you know, it was Baby Bear's porridge for me <laughs> of, of, of those shows. And that, you know, and I think what it was is Gargoyles is it's one of those shows that sets up uh, Batman. Yeah. You know, it's like you see this whole spin. So I think that that's why I, I guess I get the you got to like that. To me, that original run of DuckTales is a deep cut. It's like that first EP of the band. You know, of like Disney okay, animation. Okay. So it's like, you have to see where it started. So yeah, the story is going to be a little slow. Yeah, there's not going to be as much action. And then you are going to, you're going to get the Empire Strikes Back in Tailspin, where it's just cooking. And they know what they want, you know? And yeah. I think that the animators, I know when I see the end in sight of, of like a project or something, you you know when you got it, it's going to end, right? So I don't think they knew that with DuckTales. I think that they were just like, another day of drawing these guys we don't know where the story's going whereas tailspin has an overall arc over those 65 episodes i from my it's a little it doesn't end yeah but but it has like i'm sure they were i'm sure they were given notable advance yeah Yeah, it's a little bit more consistent i think in in an overall arc even though it doesn't really like wrap up. it doesn't wrap up i mean like none of those shows ever really did yeah but um you know, it's kind of nice to see like some of these. We're seeing some of that happen right now with some like Nickelodeon with some mm-hmm. of their shows not really wrapping it up after like the season goes, and then you just find out that it's in cancellation or like uh, the new Ninja Turtles yeah. before it gets this new reboot that's happening soon. It was nice to know that they were going to at least wrap up that section of this version yeah. of the Ninja Turtles. So I think that they're starting to realize that. 
the older crowd needs that closure, you know, needs to know like when it's going to end or yeah. it's not going to happen. But, um, I mean, I'm excited if this, because this DuckTales is being super successful, that we do see a reboot in Tailspin, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck. I look forward to that because these characters are, in my, my opinion, yeah. some of the deep cuts of Disney. I think Darkwing Duck is going to be prime next. Um, just because they they have him, they had him just recently on DuckTales, right? Yeah. So I think they're, you know, it's in good, it's in good prime condition where um, he's going to be coming up soon. So I could picture, I could picture Darkwing Duck and I'm hoping, you know, from Darkwing Duck, we get um, that, that uh, bonkers Bobcat reboot. You son of a so bitch. So I'm just going to, we're not kidding. No, I'd rather have Tailspin before I'd have Bonkers. Aren't you glad we're not going to 61 episodes? Because you get uh, yeah. to avoid the obligatory bonkers Bobcat episode. I you was know what? Make yeah, if you bombard me with any more of this bonkers shit, you know, I had enough of it with Tailspin, but now bonkers? <laughs> this is ridiculous. I can't argue. Uh, bonkers is not the better show. It is absolutely not. And I remember remember the magazine, the Disney magazine that yeah, they the used Disney to have? Magazine. And I remember seeing that, and it was just one of those, like, what the... F- what is going on with this now? What they is got, going they're on? They're getting crazy. Well... I think this is where we're going to wrap up this week's episode. You know, uh, I'm still not convinced that Tailspin is better. Yoshi. Yoshi is doesn't care. Over, no, he definitely cares. He's over here. I don't care. If, even if it is two to one of Tailspin against DuckTales, I'm fine with that. Your own dog betrayed you. That's fine. I can live with it. That's fine. <laughs> He's going to be sleeping on the porch tonight. Good luck, dude. Well, Drew, any closing arguments? Anything you got to want to say? No, I just think Tailspin's better. That's whatever. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this short and sweet little new episode of the Drawn Z Podcast. My name is Dan Morris. I'm Drew McCabe. You can find the Drawn Z Podcast on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Drawn Z, Instagram at Drawn Z Podcast, and please send us your questions to askdrawnzpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.